Hi, it's Jay Mueller from Bad Producer Productions. Thanks for listening to this podcast. It's one of seven we currently produce. They include The Garrett, Team Effort, Childproof by Tony Martin and Geraldine Quinn, Game Changers with Craig Bruce, In the Pocket NFL, The Greatest Season That Was 93, and our newest podcast, The Final Word Cricket Podcast with Jeff Lemon and Adam Collins. I don't know which of those you're about to listen to, but whichever one it is, I hope you enjoy it, and I'm grateful for your time and enthusiasm. Thank you. All of our podcasts are supported by the generous team at A.V. Jennings. For more than 85 years, A.V. Jennings has created communities for people just like you. A.V. Jennings communities are designed for the way people want to live today. To find out more, visit avjennings.com.au. A.V. Jennings, your community developer. Thanks for listening, and thanks for supporting our sponsor, A.V. Jennings. And welcome back to the Team Effort Part 2 of helping you expand your horizons and push your limits. Take the training wheels off your life, grab a Red Bull cap, put it on backwards and do something gnarly. Still with us, our producer and fact guy, Jay. Hello, mate. Make some noise. You can find him (laughs) on stage hosting Miss Universe or in an alleyway pushing the limits of public decency. It's Ash Williams. Make some noise. Back together at last. It's the stars of Tommy G and the Fat Man, Tony Martin and Tommy Gleisner. Uh, make some noise. <laughs> no noise required. And making his team effort debut is the official spokesperson for Hamish Blake. It's Hamish Blake. Might actually get everyone to pull the noise back a bit. It's <laughs> too much noise now. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, please be upstanding for the national anthem. Oh, no, that's our theme music, Jay. What I mean is to please be upstanding for the national anthem. Join in when you know it. Tony's not looking happy. Yeah. Should I be standing technically and singing? Yes. I know that sounds like what the fuck, I know, but it is a solemn event. It is, of course, a New Zealand national anthem. Yes. Thank you very much. You can pull that down. It is an absolute belter, and the reason I bring it up is, Hamish, the first thing I ever heard you and Andy do, I was in the Triple M car in Sydney driving out to do a barbecue in Blacktown at a wonderful tyre yard, and you and Andy were doing new national anthems. It was during the Commonwealth Games, I believe. Correct. Unknown anthems. Yes, unknown anthems. On your, on your Saturday show, I believe oh, it, it was. Been. It was Saturday morning, yes. Could have been. Could have been. It might have even been Fool's Gold, which was our 2004 <laughs> Olympics show. Wow. That was the first sort of time we ever got a, an actual radio show. I think we, that was. It was we 2004, went, yes. We went 10 till midday during the Athens Olympics for Fool's Gold. And you remember And you remember putting those together? Well, I remember I'm... because it was the only thing we had planned in the show, which was like, oh. let's do some... And now looking back on them, it's probably highly racist. It's not. No, they were not. Well, the one for Chad definitely was. <laughs> so I'm glad you're not playing that. It was to the theme of Michael Jackson's band. It was, you know, we're Chad, we're Chad. <laughs> and I still, it still pops into my head now and again. I just go, thank God people don't really archive that stuff. <laughs> uh, well, Tony, you were talking about that a moment ago, archiving. The people, you've heard sketches of yours from back in the day that you don't even remember doing on yourself. one of the Martin Malloy albums, there's a ad for a fragrance called Crichton Brown, and I have no idea what that's about 
or why we did it. <laughs> and that's an Aria award-winning album. Yeah. Still available. But hang on, what did you have for New Zealand? Did you oh, manage I to top? It. I reckon it would have been about that time. So how old were we? Just, you know, 22, 23. Probably would have been a lot of ice cream jokes. Because remember, the New Zealand ice cream company was oh, all we knew beer. about New yes. Zealand. Tip top. Ah. And, 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 and cheap, probably. Just, new, just the New Zealand ice cream company. You don't think of New Zealand anymore for ice cream. You've lost that no. mantle. That's true. Kiwi, Kiwis gone. have lost that mantle. It's, it's yeah. Hobbits and I guess Dave Dobbin's hanging in there. True. We, we wouldn't, I don't think we've had a Hobbit mention, and no. I don't think we would have had any Bungie mentions. Once were me, Warriors, maybe. No, That's too, always too well. yeah. We hadn't been to New yeah. Zealand at this stage. What about Liz Mills? No Liz Mills, no Liz Mills. <laughs> maybe a chili bun. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Tom, have we, New Zealand work in your in your work, in your catalogue yes. of work. Yeah, you tend to go straight to, the as Tony says, the go-to would be Dave Dobbin, or, of course, the only cricketer that Tony Martin can name. Is <laughs> uh, you and Chatfield. You and Chatfield. <laughs> Cricket, I, say. <laughs> no, I claimed for years yeah, that yeah. The, that I the reason I liked him was because there had never been a single interesting story told. But then uh, Richie Benno came on our show and said, that's oh. not entirely true. <laughs> <laughs> he had about 18 nearly interesting <laughs> stories on about the, Right on the edge. Something about New Zealand? Please. Uh, they never have any professional tennis players, especially in the men's department. Really? Last one you, was Brett Stephen. You're about to but, freak out. Am I really? I asked that exact question yeah. to Ursula Carlson, the New Zealand, and, yeah. and uh, what's it called, uh, New Zealand slash South, South African, African comedian, yeah. and Sam Stoza. Is she Kiwi? Oh, no, no, she's Australian, but oh, I just said to them both. I said, <laughs> oh, we had another Russell Crowe here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what did they say? And, and they both went, yeah, you're right. Yep. Thank you. Case closed. <laughs> Okay. Next. Don't you have tennis courts in New Zealand? <laughs> I think we. I don't know. I played badminton, which uh, is, is a guaranteed laugh getter in pretty much any context. And how did you? How did you get the appetite for badminton? What was it that, that tempted you so? Because I had to play some sport at school, and badminton is the ideal sport for uh, men with a thin girlish wrist. Yeah. Because the, the quick racket quick, quick is, is so light, and there's no ball involved. In fact, there is a shuttle cock. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, there. Oh, Tell you what, though, I now I've now been to New Zealand a few times. We like going over to New Zealand. What last time I was in Queenstown? Ooh. Talking, I mean, this is sports we don't have in Australia. Drive past the local high school in Queenstown. Tommy, you'll love this. They're all fly fishing on the oval. They go oh, fly fishing, yes. practicing their they casting. Do. The other thing they do in New Zealand is they've got possums over there that were introduced from Australia. Oh, yeah. So ones. they're feral. Yeah. So kids in New Zealand after dark go, shall we just go shoot some possums? That's true. And you there drive is... through the bush in New Zealand or country towns, and there's just kids with air rifles and torches killing possums. Killing possums. There's there's no one in New Zealand that won't kill a possum. No, no. And, and the is... government encourage people. Families mm, to yeah. get out families. as a family yes. event and just start blasting away. Absolutely, <laughs> it is it is it is remarkable. I would be keen to get involved because <laughs> possums possums they're trouble. Love all marsupials of this wide brown land, mm, but, but not necessarily when they're living as we've got at the moment on the windowsill of your bedroom, yeah. trying to get in your blinds. <laughs> what is their problem? I have one in my house in Brisbane that is he, he's like you got the whole of Brisbane to worry about. There's fruit trees as far as I can see, Tone, but his spot was staring directly at us with his shiny eyes through a window directly beside us and just quietly scratching on the glass. They just love windows. What does he yeah, want? Hey, what do you know what you from us? The, uh, then, I was, then there's that possum man ad that goes yeah. around the radio. Peter the possum man. Wait, let's, get, let's call Peter the possum guy. man. <laughs> Assuming he's an exterminator, and that was just a nice way of saying, this is what I do. You know what he does? He'll he just catch one if that's in your house. Relocates. He's 50 metres away. No, no, he'll only take it 50 metres away. He's yeah. a removalist. Yep. Well, fair enough by Peter, but listen to this, Ed. Well, is it? <laughs> Shouldn't no. Peter the Possum Man buy like 20 acres <laughs> well, yeah. but, but, and go and take I him out there? Three houses. Or a big cannon? Yeah. But Hamish, <laughs> he's got to make money. 
think about it. Yeah, You're a true. businessman. Come on. That's true. Now listen. I'm, like, I'm coming. I'm the termite guy, but I only kill one at a time. <laughs> See you tomorrow. <laughs> Here's something you don't do. Okay. Speaking of possums, okay. Go I was on. living with my mum, and she always says, close the door. And one time I didn't close the door. This was about um, a year ago. Mm. Then I uh, left the door bloody open and it was about 9 p.m. at night and I was watching uh, TV mm. and just looking at me in the lounge room was a possum. And I squealed Good. and uh, I, I, I crept in. I didn't want to Peter! Be- <laughs> I, I didn't want to disturb mum. Allow me Sorry. to move this possum nine centimetres away. <laughs> Mate, honestly, it was a scary because I was at that stage sleeping in the lounge room. Long story. Yeah, I don't so give it was a in, shit. It was Dude, in they're my, fearless. It was in my they're bedroom. They're Gina scent. Mm. It was in my bedroom, Hamish. And then I'm like, fuck, I'm going to have to sleep with a possum. So I went and I said, mum, you better wake up. Like, you know, she was asleep in front of the TV. I said, there's a possum in the bloody lounge room. She said, you're joking. I said, I'm not. I'm not. Look at him. He's changing the channel. Be quiet. Be quiet. <laughs> Squatters rights. Right. We spent, we, I said, call your possum. Haven't you got a friend who gets rid of possums? I'll pay him out of my own money. I'll pay him 500 bucks. She called Peter. Different Peter. Yeah. Mate, it's more than 500 bucks. It's a $10,000 fine if you kill him. Well, so no, be careful who you implicate here. <laughs> yeah, and also the, the law states that if you drive a possum out, like you do that thing of having the one-way door, yeah. you have to put a temporary house in a tree. For a week, like so a halfway, halfway house for the possum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then like- Ash will move in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he was cute. He was so cute. And my mum was thinking about getting a dog, and she actually said this to me: "Do you think we can keep it?" And I said, "No, we're not keeping this possum." She kept you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tommy. Once bitten, twice shot. <laughs> and we, we, we finally wow. got it out. I tell you, mate, far out. It was a big day. Big night. I hate How'd possum. you get it out, Broom? No, no, no. I had a, uh, I got like um, a sheet and I, I ushered it out. And I, I, I just like a ghost. Yeah, and then and then <laughs> a Toriador. And, and I, you know it's what? Orient, he was, he was uh, he, and we got some tomato and some oranges, and I just kind of made it. it. Yeah, I made a trail of oranges, and he and he fell for it. The idiot. And, and that's just mum followed the fruit. That's right. He's trying to move door. her out of the house. Well, yeah, well, they don't like. Can you squirt them? I hope you can squirt them because we squirt them. Squirt them. If yeah. they're outside in the rain, you can squirt them. Oh, yeah, squirt city. So for a couple of nights in a row, I was getting out there and squirting it every yeah. time it was on the window. Mm-mm. But it still, it doesn't give a shit. Though. No, he's, he's back tomorrow night. <laughs> yeah, you, we should still, you should come up here and get squirted. It's great. We, we literally we got no solution. But then over in New Zealand, we've got mates, and they <laughs> set, there's like a whole industry of how to like exterminate like you know just just the most efficient ruthless mm. like there's this oh, trap yeah. that you bolt to a tree yeah if it's like a... straw dogs if a possum <laughs> comes into your house in New Zealand <laughs> it <laughs> is it's on I'm and, okay the, and they make the possum fur is this huge thing yeah. everyone's wearing jumpers and gloves <laughs> they make certain cars yeah. out of it it's, it's like it's like Game of Thrones yeah. like you, exactly. you, you, you usually put like the heads of the possums on the front of your yeah. property to warn them off big thank you to our sponsors Wogs at Work Wogs at Work with Nick Tianopoulos and Sushi Mango. Wogs at Work is the hilarious new show from the legendary Australian funny man, the creator and star of Wogs Out of Work, Acropolis now, the Wog Boy, and Kings of Mykonos. 30 years strong. I got invited to that, Ed. VIP email. Is that, That's not a joke, is it, by the way? No, no. No, of course not, because I got, a, I got an email from this guy. Uh, you know Mitch Catlin? Hamish? Yeah, you know, know Mitch, yeah. No, don't bullshit me. I know you know him. And... Um, <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> He's my possum guy. <laughs> Basically, he always sends out incredible invites, and I got his email. I thought, this is when going to be When was the last good. time you can we get, Now, it's time to bring up something. Wait on. Well, no, you'll, you'll, yeah, okay. Go on. Yeah. Well, it's, go. it's time to bring up something because, right, um, yeah, well, because the people have a right to know, and they're, they're, they're keen to know. It's You're in a place at the moment. That, oh, Jesus. I know. I know. You're in a place at the moment called... Fantasyland. Yeah, Fantasyland. Fantasyland is a place where you and your ex-girlfriend are currently residing. Yeah. Um, and... I know that there were some photographs that went around which were really tasteful. 
of a, he's looking at me like which photographs. Yeah. There was one um, that went where you guys went to a very classy event. Oh, we went to the opera. Wow. Very nice. Uh, yeah, went and saw, um, what's it called again, Ed? Opera? No, no, no. It's called like, um, it's something. Logs in work? No, it's, it sounds like a joke. It's like. Um, Logs singing long? No, it's called. Um, Long song wog. No, it's like Fanny and Bo Pit or something like that. No, it's, <laughs> Fanny and Bo Pit? Of course, by Georges Bizet. Of course. <laughs> One of his lesser known works. Fanny and Bo Pit. <laughs> they sold No, problems, cunning, cunning Little Vixen. That's what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> Fanny and Bo Pit. <laughs> I knew it was something. How was it? Terrible. Wow. Well, you felt um, the singing wasn't up to a scratch? Or the... Well, thank God it was in English this time, Tommy. I went yeah. and saw uh, whatever, the Italian one. There's and a few. That was there is a few. <laughs> I didn't realise the, um, the, that I had the, um, they call, you know they call it? Surtitles. It, surtitles. Yeah, up, up above the screen, up above the stage. Yeah. Uh, surtitles. So if it's above your head, yeah, it's surtitles, not subtitles. And uh, I didn't know until about an hour into the opera. Yeah. And I said to my date, I said, hey, by the way, there's, um, there's subtitles up there. And she said, I've known the whole time, you oh, idiot. Yeah. I was going to say, if the, she didn't know, that's a great way to just constantly lean over and go, look, I speak a bit of Italian. Yeah. Do oh, you want me to translate for you? You just Amazing. said, I love you. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah, you're pretty much, yeah. I love you or I hate you or how could you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <she's laughs> you've, you've covered the, the three main themes of, uh, of opera. <laughs> it's a long night at the opera, isn't it, Ash? If Bloody you're not into oh, it, it's, it, yeah. it does, it does oh, go such on a, a long night. You forget, you forget how bad it is. And as soon as you sit down. <laughs> that's, a, that's not on the poster. <laughs> The Australian Opera presents uh, the Amnesia Tour. I <laughs> hadn't gotten for a long time. Oh my God, I forgot about this. <laughs> You're a Do it as John Michael Housen, at least. Tony, how would you? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's that's the extent of it. Alberti. Alberti. <laughs> Badass. Yeah, I, I love John Michael Housen. I love him. I love him. I used to watch him on GMA every day. It's, it's John Michael Hollywood Housen. Mm. And don't you feel Sorry. the word Hollywood is awkwardly wedged into that name? It's going to be John <laughs> Hollywood Michael <laughs> Housen. Yeah, John, right. yeah, it's, Hollywood John Michael There's nowhere for it to sit. Uh, yeah, if that was trying to get into a taxi, the driver would say, too many, I'll lose my license. <laughs> Don't have enough belts, guys. Don't have enough belts. Actually, uh, Mark Mitchell, I probably shouldn't be saying this, but uh, he was in a play called More Sex, Please, We're Seniors, Ooh. which was written by oh, John, John Michael Housen. And he told me a story that John Michael Housen drove him home. And John Michael Housen is one of these people who, when he's driving you, is looking at you the whole time and not at the road. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he like said, he's in a movie. And he said, Mark, realised that at one point they were driving up an on-ramp onto the freeway and he realised they were driving up an off-ramp oh, okay. and the cars were coming towards them. And so, the, and so Mark Mitchell, he said he just pulled the, John Michael, without missing a beat, just pulled the car over and it was scraping along the concrete and sparks were flying up and John Michael was saying, it's not as bad as it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That is fantastic. Now, I, I, let's speaking of classical music, yes, this is where I'd like to go because I was flipping through some oh, of the no. archives of the uh, Martin Malloy album's tone. Oh, and let's put this into context because, Haim, you guys have, uh, you and Andy have released an album which went extremely well. Sure. And in Tommy, did you guys, the Degeneration Breakfast Show, release an album? We did the Satanic Sketches. Yes. yes. Okay. And then Martin and Malloy were the each of P's and the Brown album, Poop Shoes. Yes. Now, the trilogy. The trilogy. They were mass. They were huge. Well, each one broke the world record for world's longest uh, comedy album because wow. we were always striving for quantity. That was <laughs> what it was all about. Of... Eat Your P's goes two and a half hours. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. So speaking of uh, classic music. This mm. was a sketch that bobbed up, which I thought bears playing. I'm sure people haven't heard this. This is uh, yourself, Tone, doing a promo for ABC FM. 
right, that's a new one from the man with the freight train sonata, Johannes Brahms. Brahmsy, right here on ABC FM. Okay, time to go to the callers. Find out why you've made the switch to better classical music and more of it. ABC FM. Hello, Jeff. Hi, I've made the switch to ABC FM because I like the mix of 17th century opera and lesser-known concertos by Konstantin Rimsky-Korsakov and Bella Bartok. Bella Bartok playing the art centre this Friday, thanks to who, Jeff? ABC FM. That's right, you've gone into the draw for that fantastic trip for two to the Bartok Cafe in New York. Excellent. Can I just say I love waking up to the Gregorian crew and driving home with Wagner Vivaldi. Okay, thanks, mate. We'll be back with less talk and more Mozart right here on ABC FM. Where we give you not one, not two, but three tenors. Yeah, triple your tenors. Playing the Opera House this Thursday. Look for the ABC FM. Big gramophone parked out the front. Score yourself a bow tie. Okay, time to check out what's happening around the concert halls. Here's Hubba with Time Saver Classics. Okay, if you're heading down to the Big Tchaikovsky Summer Series, watch out. There's been a prang outside the amphitheatre, and those off to see the Benedictine monks, remember, if you drink then chant, you're a bloody Jesuit. Okay, we're back. Next up, we cross out to the Classic Thunders to give away some more Claude Debussy prize packs. Then the better classical music continues with Frédéric Chopin, Chopinzi, right here on ABC FM. Wow. ABC FM, where you don't have to sit through this. <laughs> to hear this. <laughs> I think, oh, and hello to Hubba, uh, by yeah. the way, if he's listening. Hubba's time saving traffic. That's been a while. Everything there was just based on something that uh, Triple M were doing at the time. And, Tom, yeah. you would remember this where there would be promos uh, with just members of the public who just seemed to have too much knowledge of, <laughs> yeah, of the music <laughs> and the stuff. Just talking about things like, I like the mix of, no one uses the word mix. No. Apart, <laughs> apart from members of the sales staff. <laughs> pretending to be. I like, the, the I like the twice an hour flashback <laughs> intercut with current top 40, but also the chance to win big prizes to increase my time spent listening. That's it. Tony, I love Score Yourself a Bowtie. Score Yourself a Bowtie is very good. And Chopanzi. I mean, that's that's never been done before or since on radio. Speaking about the physical limits, I've worked, I've been with you in studios while you're with the audio people while you're working up a sketch like that. Mm. So hearing back of that, you were sort of, you know, I saw you sort of closely listening. What jumped out at you production wise when you heard that sketch back? Oh, some of the levels could have probably been a bit higher than the left <laughs> No, but that was in the days of cutting tape and, yes. you know, razor really? blades. And so how long, buddy? How long from in conception? So you've got, okay, and then when you're once you're in the studio with your Spyrex and your bits of paper and you know the grabs that you want, etc. how long, once you've laid it, how long would it take to put that together? Oh, that's probably two or three hours, but now you could do that. Matt Dower, yeah, uh, the, of course, the, the maestro, could yeah. probably do that in about 12 minutes because it's just moving things around yeah. with a, a mouse. It's the moving, isn't it? My own, uh, my own DC and, and Rick Wade that I use uh, here at Triple M do an excellent job as well. And so, Dame, when you hear that, Mm. Uh, and Tommy, when you when you hear when you hear some of that action, what do you? How many times would you have played that tone? Oh, on the show, yeah. 
uh, three times. Yeah, see, now that, that seems... <laughs> and felt guilty about the third one. That's exactly. right. Going on this, could be, because... this could be a good chance to clarify this. If we've got something that worked well pre-recorded, like a, like a sketch yeah. or something, the, the legend of Martin Malloy like, has ballooned over the years with inflation. Like, sometimes someone right. says, like, Martin Malloy plays something six times if it was good. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. No, never. No, or if you count the best of at the end of the year. Yeah. Maybe. What about... we, it always gave us permission to go, ah. we'll put that at the end of the show. Yeah. Maybe we can go get go. a coffee. And, <laughs> and Tommy, when you, when you were doing the breakfast shows, etc. How, you know what I mean? What was, it was the replay rule? twice, Ed, and was like, you figured yeah. that anyone listening, say, from six till seven in the morning, surely could next not day, still be listening. Next day? Next day, yeah. Different time slot next day. So probably still three. Yeah, we were told that people listened for 20 minutes. Yeah, so yeah, you yeah. could play something at 6.20 and then, and if you remember when we started, it was a four-hour show. So you could play what? it at 9.50. What? Martin Malou was four to, hours. No, no, the breakfast, the breakfast show. show. Yes. That went from uh, six till 10 when yes. we started. So Martin Malou was four to six? That was just two hours. Yeah, yeah. And then you get in a cab and what do you do for the other 22 hours yeah. of the day, mate? No, no, we, in, we, in, we, inherited, <laughs> we inherited that ethos. We went, well, Martin Malou. Yeah, two hours. That's all we're doing. Yeah, because I would sit. I'd sit. I'd get home at about five fifty, but I'd sit on the front porch and listen to the end of Martin Malloy. Wow, and that's how I would time my. So I didn't go and didn't miss the end of the show. Let's talk uh, movies for a moment. Oh no, callers! I want to talk about callers on radio quickly because this Rex Hunt. I love Rex Hunt on air, and he's back on um, AM radio in um, in Victoria, and I think in other parts talking some football. And I love the opener of his show because he always comes out, Tommy, out of the blocks like a bull at a gate. And this was the opening to Rexy's show the other night. He'd gone out after a football game had finished. Thank you very much to you, Craig and Wagons. Ho! And it's my pleasure to announce on behalf of Tobin Brothers Funeral Celebrating Lives that the ban on our people calling through our W has now been lifted. <laughs> So much good stuff. So where do you start? Maybe we'll have it play it one more time, just to let it. So much. Play it. Play it one more time, and then we'll let it. We can try try to take it apart. Thank you very much to you, Craig and Wagons. Ho! And it's my pleasure to announce, on behalf of Tobin Brothers Funeral Celebrating Lives, that the ban on our people calling through our W has now been lifted. Who would like Tommy? Would you like to open the batting? Let our people call. Uh, Tony, you're looking confused. What happens is Rex would get a caller that would sort of you know, argue with him or take a contribution, yes. and Rex would ban him. Right. Ban from calling, and his okay. name would go on the banned register. And obviously Rex has got to a point where there's no one left. <laughs> <laughs> if he's got to do talkback, he needs to kind of wind back the sanctions, and that's obviously the it's case. Like, it's like North Korea. Yeah, They've sanctioned much. him to the point where he can't function anymore. And is, is so, the catchphrase for Tobin Brothers Funerals, celebrating lives. It is. If I celebrating. hope it's not Wagon's Hope. <laughs> <laughs> can I? Can yeah, I the just... Tobin Brothers. Black Thunders are out the front now. <laughs> All right, we've loaded the coffin on the wagon. We're, we're off to the cemetery. Wagons, ho! Slight digression, if I might. Please. Um, there's been a run in the last year or two of ex-AFL footballers doing ads for funeral services. Right. And, really? of course, when you're an ex-AFL footballer, it's got to have a football theme. Yes. But, of yep. course, it also has to cover the co- sure, topic of sure. death and, right. and bereavement. <laughs> and uh, I think it was, um, might have been Tommy Hafey I heard recently. If, <laughs> yeah, Please don't like tell this. me the phrase, when the final siren That's Are you joking? It began, <laughs> it began with a siren and then the phrase was, so I went, Arr. We never know when the final siren is going to sound. <laughs> Tommy, when did Beautiful. Tommy Hafey do his ad? Um, well, obviously, whilst he was still with us. I've got to say, it would have been an amazing effort. Yeah, no, no, a, no, this was yes, obviously recorded. I love that we never know when the final siren's going to sound, but we do. Yes. <laughs> in, yeah. fo- in, football, exactly. in football, you do. And, but I suppose, yeah. just, like, uh, just like, you know, maybe when we, if we're lucky enough to make it to our 80 or 90th, mm. 
years, you might have someone around you going, oh, surely not, you'll get how long? And someone's, listening, <laughs> someone's got one ear on the footy and going, it's only a minute and a half, it's a minute and a half. Oh, how long? How long is it to go? <laughs> Ten seconds on the shot clock. That is true. That's the end of life. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, there Thank it is. My, uh, my favourite funeral company is Bathurst Funerals because I'd like to think that they just load you into a car and then just <laughs> do brat- take you around the circle. <laughs> speed. Do now, do you want the GoPro in the coffin? Some people want it, some people don't, but it's a fun video for the family. Oh, that's great. Now, Whether you kicked goals or points in life, it's how you played. Oh, wow. Hamish, Sorry, I'm just that is to nice. Yeah. We have to talk Bachelor before we get out of here because um, we're part, as part of the team effort, it, uh, there's a broader thing going on here where we're trying to get Ash into the jungle. Hamish, don't know if you know about this, oh, Tony. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, it, it, it's a, it's, Tom, Tony, it's a ridiculous oversight that they don't have the one person who could be genuinely fun. Yeah. He looks I great. Agree. I agree. He's mm. a wonderful person to have around. It, everyone that knows him, we had... Helia was saying to you, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, you're in. I, I've spoken to 10. You're in. Ash, I had you're people one of those, 10 talking to me about it. You're one of those rare animals where real life is not your natural habitat. Reality shows probably <laughs> feel more like your natural habitat. And the whole point of I'm a Celebrity is taking people out of their comfort zone. But I think it would put you in your this comfort zone. This would be zone. your comfort yeah. zone, Ash. Absolutely. How would you go with like not eating or drinking for quite a few weeks? Fine. Fine. Yeah. Yesterday, I forgot to eat. Until about four, <laughs> and then he had PM, and, and then he had bugs. You, there's no pseudoephedrine in the jungle. <laughs> yes, no, that would be my um, novelty item. You take one, you take one comfort right. item in. Aren't you? My comfort I'll, item, I got a, <laughs> a bag of pseudoephedrine. <laughs> yeah, I'm permanently jacked up. It'd be good TV. Uh, I, look, so if anyone is listening to this, look, media types do listen to this. Yeah, do they? I've, I've had, yeah. I've had Ben Fordham. Yeah, Ben Fordham from an Australian Ninja Warrior. He genuinely texts me saying that he likes to listen. We know Lee Sales from the Seven Thirty reports on board. Uh, Tony just, Jones. From Channel 9. Tony Jones from Channel 9. Big, big, in. big TJ. Big TJ's in. So, look, we have to try and get Ash into the jungle. But, um, uh, Tone, and uh, Tone, do you watch The Bachelor? I haven't. I've seen. Uh, I watch Unreal, the, oh, right. the sort of the, piss take okay, of it. So, I'm more it. familiar but with the fake version Haim, than the you're real. a Bachelor guy, are you not? Yeah. yeah. Okay. You're, you're one of the first people. A US Bachelor. I mean, uh, you Australia, prefer the US Australian Bachelor, I kind of come in and out of it. Now, what about some changes? I think that, Tommy, I think that we've reached a point now where it's been on for so long and the guys are not aspirational. This guy, Matty J, the latest one. Oh. Tony's got a decent six-pack, but he's not rich. Was he, he was ripped out of the Bachelorette. Yeah, he's yeah, a loser yes. from the last he one. He was a big-time yeah. loser in the last one. Yeah. Big-time yeah. loser, Give it to him, Ash. No, you're a loser, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> and also, why do you need to be Matty J? All the other contestants don't get the luxury of a, an initial for the surname. You're Matty. Matty no, I no, think it's Matty Hollywood J. Yes. <laughs> and when he was in the Bachelorette, I think there were several Matties. Uh, so he had to be Matty J back then. You sure, Tom? But he, yeah, oh, oh, yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I work for the network. But, um, but I think now you're right. He could get rid of the J, but maybe it's just it's working for him. Yeah, it's testing through the roof. Now, my question is, we've, we've been talking about some changes that we'd make to it, Ash and I, on, an, uh, on another uh, format. And to sit to we just want to run these part by you. Ash, you remember the one about the second Bachelor that we were going to have? I think so. Multi-ball. Do you want me to do it? Was it the... Oh, sorry, um, is it in introducing a second Bachelor into the house? Yes, know. Oh, yes, I know it. Go, Ash Williams. So basically, you know, you've got the, the Bachelor, who is Matty J, but then... Downstairs in a bunker, oh. a dungeon, sure. but it's a nice dungeon, sure. is is another guy, and it's dark, and you can't see him, so you don't know what he looks like, and he's the backup bachelor. Mm. And perhaps you might want to go down there and, um, and talk to the backup bachelor. Maybe you fall in love with the backup bachelor, mm. but remember, you don't know what he looks like. Yeah. Okay. All you know is that he's got, but he's got an incredible personality. Unbelievable. So you don't know if he's tone, if he's got mad rich, if he's got sick abs, if he's the heir to the Gianliano. Do you know what fragrance abs fortune? It's a one-way door. 
If you choose to leave the house, there's no coming you back. You stay in the dungeon but or, I think or bunker. And, if you and go the first to, person down there has to be with him. Right. And, but can you hear his, is his voice yes. disguised? No, you can have a normal conversation with him. And, you know, so you can hear his voice. Are you in the room? Is it just a dark room? It's very shuffling around. So you can hear like You just hear occasional words like, Molly Grubbs. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? I think we might have some audio of the backup bachelor (laughs) coming. Worms, body grubs, (laughs) yabbies and shrimp. Maybe they could go on dates with the backup bachelor. You're not allowed to tell anyone. And you get to see his face. No, what about if he's wearing What do you reckon, Hayme? Thoughts so far? It's good. It, it certainly it does work out amongst the pigeons. I, I think it needs to be for the girls making the decision to go, if I'm going to abandon Maddie J, mm. I can't come back. All right, what about this? This is my other idea. Or, or maybe not. Maybe Maddie J goes, hang on, I'm just, I'm just reading here in your dossier. You've, saw, you've, you've been at the backup bachelor every night. Yeah. 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 Could so make Maddie J jealous. Because maybe, it needs yeah. something, Tone. It needs a little... It need, he's too confident in yeah. his... Mm. Like, he's not very interesting, Tom, so why is, yes. they have to pretend that he is. Yes, yeah. And, and they've got to come up with more challenges and because they're always yeah. trying to come up with these we decided to find out whether we're compatible so we decided yes. to go mud wrestling mud, exactly yeah. Yeah. I mean it's the greatest that's why I watched Bachelor 4 when they walk over the hill and there's an abseiling ring set up <laughs> yes. and she goes oh my god and he's he's rapidly trying to look at it to figure out what date this is go, yes yes because this, it's, this <laughs> is what I planned yeah. it's accompanied by the phrase Matty J organised everything ah, yeah. now, that was our other idea Matty J's just shown up at the you know on the day our other idea is that there would be a pot of Matty J would be given a pot of money at the start of the show and we would see that we they would film this but we would only see it interstitially right very good, very good. and so Maddie J and then beside each date tone there would be mm-hmm. a nominated dollar amount so right. let's say go to the opera you know 200 bucks let's say monster trucks 500 dollars mm-hmm. abseiling who knows yep. who knows what it costs these days shout you know sweet us in if you like a plug <laughs> and so then what what and so then the girls would get to see tone halfway through how much Maddie J was, and he actually does pick for each of the girls. So then they could go in and go, Oh, you, Carol, got bloody, right. got a $600 ab sailing, and <laughs> Mate, I only got a $200 bloody smoothie. It's all we need. It's, that, that is all the show needs to go, You start with half a million dollars, Maddie J, because yeah. some of this stuff would be hundreds of thousands it's of dollars. Channel 10, mate, let's take it down a yeah, notch. Yeah. You start with $485. You start with a shopper docket. <laughs> yeah. But because Maddie J be going, all right. Well, well, I want to get to the... I mean, I don't actually live at the batch pad. I want to no. get to the end of this with a little house deposit. Yes. So yeah. we, we're going to have to go to Pancake Parlour and you're going to have to pretend <laughs> you don't know me. Ah, so plenty of ideas there. Tommy. Yes. Oh, nice to see you. I thought you were looking at me like you wanted to say something. Looking but, forward to the Bachelor return, Ed, of course. Time to uh, jump out of here. Um, for uh, Jay, what have we learned? I'll tell you this. We talked about New Zealand. The first thing that does come up when you type in New Zealand exports is dairy products. Yeah, still. they kill. Yeah, still, right. I, don't still. get me wrong. Milk, 100%. I think they're feeding the world with milk. Is it mm. delicious? It's, it's white gold. That's yeah. why our dollar's at parity. I mean, I don't want to get too economical, but it's a bloody milk boom over there. It's not the ice there. cream thing anymore, it's you're right. But they just, they just haven't, they just start, they're just not doing ice cream anymore. Wow. Dairy products, meat, wool and wood products, fish, and then machinery. It doesn't but elaborate it, what machinery it it's is. It's to kill possums. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's mini guillotines. <laughs> so, Jay, so Hamish, I didn't know this. Our dollar is at parity. Pretty close to. So with what? To the New Zealand dollar. Bullshit. Well, uh-huh. it is bullshit because it's probably like a dollar five or something. I haven't looked at it for a while, but yeah. last time we went to New Zealand, mm. I was used to going to New Zealand and feeling like a king. Yeah, dollars eleven, dollar fourteen, and, uh, and now it's back it's close to even because like milk is for New Zealand what iron ore was for us yeah. ten years. Bloody ago. hell! Big shout out if you are wanting to go to New Zealand, go to Wellington. I just forgot that I was the ambassador for Wellington tourism. I completely forgot. What? Go over there, book a flight with Jetstar. How many ambassadorships do you have? Can you be the Dolkalax? 
and the zipped legend and New Zealand ambassador. All hey, the Australia, time. time to dog the whole country and flush ourselves out to Wellington. <laughs> There's about 30, Tom. you got 30 ambassadorships. Wow. 30 And a diplomatic immunity come with any of these? <laughs> I think so. Only if in Wellington. Uh, Jay. One New Zealand dollar is 95 cents Australian. Right. As you went to the opera, you went to see the cunning little vixen. Yep. Just a look. Uh, some it? of the images that come up are right. opera singers dressed as chickens. On Very the stage. Mate, it's a bloody confusing uh, opera. Uh, there are women as men. There are women having babies. Um, mm. No, seriously, there are two uh, two women um, who uh, are had you sex. sure this was the opera? Cutting <laughs> they, little they, vixens they, and there's two women on stage. They, what? They had sex, two women, okay. and they had a baby. Yeah. And then um, the yeah. person next to me said, no, that's a man. And I said to her, I said, that is a woman. We walked out. All right. <laughs> All right, Buttros, let's take this outside. <laughs> You sure you weren't at Bangkok Ladyboys? <laughs> oh. oh. Thailand Ladyboy Superstars. That no, was one of the all-timers. There's no sir titles required. <laughs> oh, sir. Jay, uh, thank you so much. Hey, hey, Tone, plugs. Thanks for being here, buddy. Plugs. What do you got for me? Uh, you can go to TonyMartinThings.com, yeah. which is a website that does look like it was created in 1998, <laughs> and you can buy Scarcely Relevant, my yes. e-book. Excellent yes. work. Terrific book. Mr. Blake? Uh, plugs, of course. Uh, Andy Bahamish in stores for Father's Day. Uh, When's your show back? True story. True story, coming back August 1. Excellent. August okay, 1. Good fun. And the We're, fragrance, where can people obtain that? Exclusively at Chemist Warehouse. Hey, just, or just... possibly at certain factories in Hong Kong, <laughs> if, uh, <laughs> if not all shipments get shipped. Uh, otherwise, otherwise, at a landfill near you. Hey, hey. Very good fragrance. Just um, on True Story. Yeah. Mate, I know that they're, tr- they're great stories and they're good fun and the show's going fantastically well, but there's a bloke here who's got more... Submit. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. I've, uh, got to, I've got to hear it on but the show. You Oops. know what I mean? There's a guy mm-hmm. who's got more actual... It might have to be up late, but my God. Gee, I mean, we, when we come back with the 11.30 edition. Oh, remember, uh, we, did not, a, we did a we test. Did a test. We did a test, yeah. We chatted about his bloody tickling finish. Oh, yeah. We all just oh. walked away from that and went, no one's going to believe that. No. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy. Oh, of course, have you been paying attention? Yes. Special new times of 8.40, 8.45. Is that Monday night? Basically. Monday night. Monday yeah. night. Appointment yeah. viewing. And Williams. And, mate, uh, if you want to be the face of Chemist Warehouse zipped legend, <laughs> um, then just just uh, get involved. You're a poor man's Andy Lee. Um, come to my house. Again, I want to plug my house again. Please. Uh, Robinson Road, Hawthorne. That's you can address. come there. That's the fastest way to get involved. Otherwise, go online, yep. chemistwarehouse.com or something. Yep. Unless you are a ticket well, inspector. Oh, no, no, no. In, case, in that case... <laughs> In that case, <laughs> in that case, in that case, that's not your address. You're welcome, but you can't be the face of yes, the fragrance. Exactly. <laughs> All you, right. Well, unless you're you are a man, I'm open to anyone, aren't you? With uh, Chemist Warehouse and fragrances, sometimes they will sponsor radio shows so that the radio show is sponsored by the Chemist fragrance. Warehouse with the fragrance. Yeah. Is there any way Andy by Hamish could be sponsoring other radio shows around Australia? Oh, God, I hope so. I mean, I spent a lot of our money at the photo shoot. I blew a lot on Vibe. <laughs> I spent about $15,000 on Vibe at the photo shoot. Yeah, a, a DJ. woman with a snake. There's a lady with a snake. Although my a wife of... did say, <laughs> my wife, when she saw it, she went, there's a woman with a snake. Can we, we should get down there. It's like, it, it, it was like the opera. It was good for Vibe. Probably a $1,000 ice sculpture of Andy just for Vibe wasn't necessary. <laughs> hey, it's all marketing. It's all marketing. You've got to get the um, shot. Yeah, yeah exactly right. Um, all right, we'll jump out. Um, I've got something to plug. Our old film, Scumbus, I'm just about to put it on YouTube. So you can, we'll put, put a link here. So you can watch it completely for free. Wow. So which is a bit of fun. Uh, you're in that. 
Yeah, bloody oath. So you, you watch it for yes. free. Yeah, it'll be on for free. So Lockie Hume is on yeah, board. Glenn Robbins. Uh, it's a cast of thousands. So Luke that'll be McGregor. Yeah, Luke McGregor. In fact, that Andy's was... in it. Ando's in it. I have to no, say that. In the next no, one. It really was. It's Ryan's in it. Right guy. Is that where people first saw Luke McGregor? It was one. It was one of the places. It was one of the places that people saw him. And oh yes, we may be having a Batman special with Lockie Hume. Now I last saw Lockie Hume. Um, and we were in a, how would you put it, a hobby game store together where the guys came where they go and they paint the little Warhammer yeah, figurines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were doing some research. Shopping for some orcs. And, exactly. And Lockie walked over to the proprietor and said, Hey, Lockie, how are you? And the guy's like, yeah, hi, good, thanks. He's like, so what are you guys doing in here? Just painting stuff and, uh, you know, doing all that kind of gear. And, you know, like, and the guy was a bit freaked out. Because this is you know, this insane man is questioning him for no reason, and then he said, "Don't worry, mate, I'm a nerd too." And the guy, <laughs> and the guy goes, "Are you?" And he goes, ha, "I own Australasia's largest collection of Batman and Robin memorabilia." And the guy, of course, was wrapped, and he went, "Oh, Tommy," he goes, "Really? Wow! What? Wh- where are you? Where do you display it?" And Lockie puts his hand up and said, "Ha, mate." It's a long story. <laughs> <laughs> and it is. It is. <laughs> Plenty to come. Enjoy the team effort. Thank oh. you to Triple M. Thank you to Jay. Uh, thank you to our friends. Who helped us with the audio today, Jay? Matty Haywood. Thanks, Matty Haywood. We'll speak to you soon. Thanks for having us, guys. Good. Thank you very much to your Craig and Wagons. Ho! And it's my pleasure to announce on behalf of Tobin Brothers Funeral Celebrating Lives that the ban on our people calling for our W has now been lifted.